yeah, it just makes the road a bit longer for the families um, and really just adds to the frustration of having waited thus far. Tell us more of some of the issues and uh, the reasons behind the postponement. Well, what we understood was that a lot of the legal uh, representatives felt that they had not had enough time. Um, But I think the issues that were raised by Dr. Manamela's lawyers were, from what we, um, you know, from listening, were excuses, really. Um, Talking about information about the 22 people who worked on on the actual project were not included which we know obviously from the evidence leader were included in in the you know in the in the documents that they already have um and just i just you know some of the other reasons that he gave but primarily because he felt that his client was not properly represented as a person of interest mm-hmm. so are you perhaps confident that the inquest will finally start off on the 30th of august look the only thing i must be honest with you that um, I like the stance of the judge, um, you know, and she's been clear from the get-go that everybody must be properly represented because she does not want people who are going to come back and then saying whatever judgment that she, you know, or whatever she comes up with can then be um, challenged, so to speak, to say that, you know, the people were not properly represented or she didn't follow law properly or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the one thing we really like about her stance, mm-hmm. basically. Um, whether it will go ahead, I mean, one of the lawyers basically said he thought that they were they had adjourned for a whole week because they were um, the, the evidence leader's office had, had someone with covert 19, and I thought that was the most ridiculous. So I'm not, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that something like this comes up again on the 30th. What What do you think would the families who lost their loved ones want to see happen now? Look, um, because we chat on a regular basis, and obviously when the hearings are happening, we obviously also, you know, um, share ideas, share thoughts. Um, the feeling yesterday was that they, they just, they're just stalling. They're just buying time. They just delay, um, and they have gotten used to this, um, you know, posture. That seems to be their way of actually just delaying the process from moving on. But it's it's not going to change the families um, wanting to go forward. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about compensation to the family. The Deputy Chief Justice Dihang Wasenegas Arbitration awarded the family's compensation. Where is that process? Um, the process from where we left it off was that at the time of the arbitration, after the immediately after the award, there was a certain number of families that were participating in that process. Those families who were represented by legal, um, um, who had legal representation, basically were compensated. So it was obviously the guys from Hunter's Peace, Legal Aid, and um, Section 27. They were compensated at the time. There were claims that came afterwards, and those claims, majority of them were for families with whose loved ones survived, which meant that the compensation was a 50-50 split between the family and the and the mental health care user. Um, I do know some of them were compensated. I can't say how many because claims still, believe it or not, still keep coming forward. We haven't been given an audit, um, as promised by the office um, of the Premier. 
that they will get, tell us eventually how much have, how many people have been paid. So we don't have an update mm-hmm. on that, unfortunately.